Matt Papa from Indie Creates, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 143 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Oh, we're so close to 150. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, one of my best friends in the world, Sam Ator. Well... Thank you, my friend. Also, I had to travel through a hurricane to get here. I didn't know if I was even going to make it here. We're recording Thursday, July 11th, 2019. It's about 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, and we got a nor'easter with a flash flood warning outside. So you might hear some thunder. Um, you might uh, hear some rain banging against the side of the house. It's crazy, and Sam drove here just to do the show, so thanks. Hi, I'm dedicated. Yeah, it was probably a crazy journey for you. It was about an hour. <laughs> yeah, he's usually here by six thirty, six forty at the latest. I'm putting my daughter to bed at seven fifteen. Ashley's like, Sam's here. I'm like, okay. Figure everyone had their, you know, their blinkers on the whole way there, and yeah. people just couldn't see the, the line, so they're trying to make a left while they're still in the lane, and people yeah. were slamming into each other. It was yeah. it was a mess. You got to go ten and two in the rain, my friend. Oh, I, I did. You got to go ten and two. But yeah. when everyone else is driving like a jackass, it makes it hard. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the Wee Pod Squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get that audible goodness. And while you're at it, please leave us a rating and review. It's the easiest and cheapest way to help the show grow, and it takes like a minute to do. We read them all in the air one star, three star, five star, don't care. We'll read it. If you write it, we just appreciate the feedback. Just make it honest. You know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah, don't be a, don't be a douche. Don't just have a one star thing and not write anything in it. That's don't, all we're saying. Yeah. Don't the day we tweet out that we have all five star reviews, just put a one star review just to get one with on no our words. thing with no words on it. You piece of hot. We say it anyway. <laughs> we, we love you. Uh, go to wepodcastandweknowthings.com, Your one stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. That is wepodcastandweknowthings.com, All one word. Link in the description. Uh, you can get links to all of our social media. You can get links to uh, our Patreon our store if you want to pick up a tank top we're here in july uh, i don't care if you want to pick up a hoodie it doesn't bother me none but whatever you want to do also if you want to check out any of our content by our external friends uh the we pod squad which is the ion ryan show mrc tech presents the last podcast which is an awesome show by sean based around star wars uh or if you want to check out any album reviews we put up uh, from Ryan Waldis, he does all of our album reviews, and he did one yesterday, um, which we really appreciate. By the Darling Fire is the band name, and uh, I like the name. He gave it a nine out of ten. They have members from Further Seems Forever, Dashboard Confessional, um, so like a lot of backup stuff, yeah. and really cool uh, record. I listened to it. He gave it a nine out of ten, so we pot approved. Matter of fact, the lead singer of the band actually ended up liking our Facebook page and reaching out to Ryan directly oh, to shit. thank awesome. him for the That's positive awesome. review. So just a nice little bit of feedback. So that's pretty cool. If you want to check out the review for that, I mean, I just told you it's a 9 out of 10. But, <laughs> you, you blew it. But, 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 but the content is more important. Yeah. So check yeah. out the review on WePodcastWeKnowThings.com. We, uh, again, what we don't have, like, blasted everywhere except really on our Instagram page is our email. We'd love to answer any questions from you. If you want to email us at WePodcastAndWeKnowThings at gmail.com, go ahead and send us an email. Uh, we are part of the Weeby Geeks Network. So thanks to Mike over at Weeby Geeks. We appreciate Appreciate you and letting us into the family. Quick reminder about our Patreon. We changed the $5 and up tier instead of a weekly shout out. Now you can send us an audio or video question at any time. We'll add the audio into the show and answer it on the air. So thank you to our $5 patrons. Uh, and 
here's the show tonight, guys. It's going to be a crazy show. We haven't had like a jam-packed, super jam-packed yeah. news-heavy show in a long time. So strap in. We're thinking it's going to be a doos. Um, I got a back problem, and I'm sitting on a wooden chair, so I got my pillow here. He's hurting first. Grade. I feel like an 80-year-old, but that's all good. We're going to start off with trivia. Sam is at 1.5. I'm at 1. We're going to start with gaming after that. Yes, We're going to go right to gaming. Sam's going to host the gaming section. I'll take over for television, which is crazy. And that's probably the most like amount easy, of stories easy, we have yeah. today is in the TV section. Some big stories. Too. Our top three is going to be in there as well. A little Stranger Things top three. So we're looking forward to that. End it off. Well, not, actually, not end it. Then transition to the movie section, which has a bunch of news. Then we have two wrestling stories. Sam CGC Spotlight, our picks of the week, and we'll get out of here. So, again, crazy long show. Going to be a lot of fun. A lot of good stuff has happened. I've heard this is a slow week. Not for us. Yeah. It's, oh, hey. Well, we'll take it because last week, last two, I think, have been a little light. Yeah, and they've been about an hour, 15, hour, 20-minute episodes. Sometimes we like to keep it short and sweet. This one's going to be a little longer, uh, but that's okay. We love doing it. So let's start off with trivia, Sam. 1.5 for you, 1 for me, first to 11, win by two. Okay, I'll start it off. How many tracks were in Super Mario Kart, not counting battle mode? Super Mario Kart for Nintendo 64? I'm sorry, for Super Nintendo? Yeah. 16. Final answer. Incorrect. Hmm. 20 was the answer that I There's found. There's a fifth cup? That's what I found online. Super Mario Kart had five that, cups? That's, that's okay. I believe you. No, but that's what I read. On, I just want to double check because that's what I read. Star, mushroom, flower, and I would have assumed special. But maybe special was the fifth cup. To, oh, man. I trust you. Oh, I'm going I'm to look up just again just to be safe. Five different tracks for a total of 20 unique tracks. Five different cups? What are the cups? Let's see what we got. Yeah, because I know there was, it said 20 unique tracks, and I think there was four or five more battle mode tracks also. That's fine. Uh, I'm not really worried about it. it I just wanted to make sure that, you know, if it was 16, I'd rather yeah. say 16. No, yeah, there's, there's probably that fifth track. That's okay. Sam, What your question will be, uh, you, you know how, like, like Xbox Scarlet is not going to be the name of the console. Yeah. It's like its code name yeah. is Scarlet. What was the code name for the Nintendo Switch before release? I don't remember it. We reported on it like I know, a billion I, I, times. Because before s- the name Switch, we had to call it by this. And we I'm said hope, it I, I, a can't, billion times. I can't recall the name off the top of my head. So I'm going to have to hear it. Okay. He's going to pad his lead today because I think he's going to get this. <laughs> I think you're going to get this. I just need to hear it. Give me a refresher. A. Flip. B N X C Joy D P N C. I like N X. That is correct. Cool. I'll take it. Two to one. Hey, we're also, we're, we're slow and two steady, so it's I'm glad one. one of us is I, getting. Points I'm out. almost positive since you've been back from vacation, we, one of us has gotten the question right every time. Yeah, I, I, that's good. As long as we go forward and not backward. All right, Sam's it. up two to one in our race to eleven win by two, and we're starting off again in the gaming space. Let's talk it. Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah, there's a huge couple of announcements that are going to lead off the show today um, that happened this week. One's a trailer. One is out of nowhere. Nintendo finally. Uh, I shouldn't say it's out of nowhere. It's been rumored yeah. forever uh, that we were going to get this. But this is like, to me, it gets its own Nintendo Direct or they pop it in a Direct or something. But they said, nope, we're just going to, on a Tuesday, release all this information about it and give you a six-minute trailer. Welcome to the new world of the Nintendo Switch Lite. Which is crazy. It's exactly what everybody thought. 
a smaller version yeah. of the Switch. It's about the size of the Switch and one Joy-Con. So if you took a Joy-Con okay. off, that's about the size of it. The screen, I think, is five and a half inches as opposed to like 6.1 or something. So it's about a half inch smaller of a screen, a little uh, lighter in weight. And it's a Nintendo Switch that doesn't switch. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't switch. It doesn't. There's no TV mode. It's only handheld. I, and when I looked at it, I was like, okay. I mean, I, I understand for the people that strictly play it on the go, but for me, if I'm gonna get it, mm-hmm. I want to have both options. Yeah. And so, to, to like, I want to clarify that I think this is an awesome yeah. thing, right? This is totally awesome. It's a great uh, entry point for younger kids or for, I mean, they marketed the shit out of this trailer to adults. Everybody was in it was like a high five and teenager um, or an adult. <laughs> were so they like, on rooftops? They were in skate parks because that's where yeah. the cool thing is now is the skate park. Yeah, because when you skateboard, you like to play games while you skateboard. Exactly. Yeah. I like think that's the safest way. Um, yeah. And so, uh, it, so I, I dig the look. They come in three different color variants. I like wasn't a, even a color. Dude. Out of every color in the world, they were the three colors. I was like turquoise, yellow, and gray. I don't know, like that. <laughs> the turquoise one's nice. I like yellow. Yellow is a good color. So I don't know. I like the yellow. Give me like an orange what's, or like a lime green. Weird, which what's weird about it? Right, I have my switch in my hand now. What's weird about it is so the the console itself is black, right? Yeah. And then you have the screen, but you see this like. That black, border black, thing? Yeah, border black thing, yeah. It's weird because on the Switch Lite, this border is the same color as the console, so it can be really distracting. Oh, I thought you were going to say, they took away the border. <laughs> no, but if the border remained black, or maybe they made it white, yeah. or like a maybe a lighter version of the color of choice, but it would have been cool. But listen, I, I'm totally on board with this thing. It's $200 price point. It comes out September 20th, so the same day as... Um, Link's Awakening, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening to the Switch. It's going to be able to support all the Switch games. I don't think it's going to be able to run like Sword and Shield, Breath of the Wild, those games at peak performance because, you know, it's just not as powerful as a normal Switch. It's not like a huge downgrade. And the Switch is getting an update to its GPU, I think, uh, the normal one. Does that like, like, I guess, less space? and uh, It's going to probably have the same amount of space okay. because 32 gigs is nothing. You can yeah. pop 32 gigs in, into, you yeah. know freaking thumb drive like nothing yeah. so i don't think that that's gonna be a problem i mean like i said a micro sd card is a must when you buy a switch so you still got to do that for the switch light it's a great introductory point right it's great for the people that are always traveling although that's what a switch is anyway yeah. like that's my weird thing is the switch is already something that is perfect for on the go now you have just a smaller version for on the go what i think the switch light is really targeted to is the 3ds owner it's the 3ds yeah. owner who didn't make the jump yet because it's a $300 entry point, and they're used to handheld only. They're handheld gamers because there's 70-something million of those out in the wild. So there are people out yeah. there that do that. And you have a ton of people that, you know, Nintendo has the stats of people that only play handheld versus people that only play on docked and stuff like that. Um, so, again, really good idea. I like the colors. They're going to do a Pokemon Sword and Shield version of it. So we're going to get a Pokemon Sword and Shield version of the Nintendo Switch Lite. It'll have the... Zashian and Zamazenta, the two legendaries on the back of it. I saw a few people hyped for that. Yeah, so and they're going to do that for a lot of things, man. Yeah. We're going to get that for Legend of Zelda Link's Awaken. It's going to have the big egg on the back or something because uh, it's coming out the same day. You're going to get probably the old Game Boy looking one that's gray with the maroon buttons on it. You're going to okay. get like a, now you have my attention. You're going to get like a Super Nintendo yeah. version with the purple buttons and the little gray back, black uh, backsplash. So like they can have fun with it because Nintendo does that. They release 47 special editions of the console. Um, so I like that, but, and, and, you know, we were talking, maybe it'll be good backup. 
But if I'm going to get a backup, I'm just going to get another Switch. Yeah. It's only and no, exactly. $100. More. And, and, and that's what we talked about before. Is like I, I, I'm definitely going to get a Switch. You're like, here's 200 bucks. It's like, well, I'd want to, again, we, we, we always want it with Pokemon. Yeah. Just because I, that's probably the first game I'm going to get is, yeah. I want to play it on the, I mean, on only. the, in the 50-inch. That's yeah. all I want. Exclusively on the table. I had 25 years of playing it on Game Boy. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I think it's big screen only for me. Like, yeah. I don't even think I'll ever, like, undock it. Yeah. No, no, that was how I played Mario. That's yeah. how I wanted to play Legend of Zelda. That's how I played Let's Go. I only played I mean, Let's it, Go. It, again, like you said earlier, it, it's still great for people, again, that love that handheld. But for us, I think we're both passing on it. Right. And, again, if, like, I texted my brother-in-law because he's got two kids that are 7 and 10. And I was like, perfect. 200 bucks, get it for them. They can, you know what I mean? They can Just play get Fortnite one and on share it. it. Yeah, they can play Fortnite on it. They can do whatever. But the cool thing about a Switch is if you wanted to spend the extra 100, Ryan takes this controller, Sean takes this controller, and they can play together on the Joy-Con. Yeah. So, like, again, it's like the frequent traveler that's in hotels that, you know, but it's like, I keep saying that, but like, that's what the Switch was designed for yeah. in the first yeah. place. So, awesome idea. Um, I'm super supportive of it. I love when, when Nintendo does Nintendo things like this. Um, I like the color choices, except for the gray one. The gray one's just kind of whatever. Uh, and I like the idea. It's just not for us. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And again, we support them. That's it. Nintendo, yeah. you bastards. Yeah. Oh, but bigger news. Pokemon Short and Shield trailer and version exclusives. So I guess it depends on who you ask if this is bigger news because like this game is getting shat on by everyone and and it started with that whole um, bring back the national decks thing where they took away yeah. and only the Pokemon that will be available in the Gala, uh, Gala region will be available in the game. It won't have all 1,000. So, But but then but they promised that eventually it will or no? No, 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 no. no, no, no. We, well, we, you and I talked about it. We didn't care. And I still don't care as much. Like, But we care a little. I, I care a little. Right, and I care because I'm sure they'll cut out ones that I like. My thought is, or no scyther. My thought is, you know, when I have a new game, I want to kind of like zone in on the new Pokemon. Yeah. Like my yeah. party isn't going to be six Gen One Pokemon, so like I really want to just like use the new ones. But for that like fun post Elite Four. I love going back and beating Elite Four like 25 times and of with course. my party, with yeah. the experience share and just leveling everybody up and exactly. adding to my decks. I love that. I just don't know if I'm going to have the time to do it or the want to do it. I guess it depends on who I think you will, they, though. I guess it depends on who they cut. So it started there. And then Game Freak said uh, that with this game, they were taking their time because they really wanted to make the animations uh, kick ass and they wanted to make it really, really HD, looks pretty, all this stuff. But then there is proof of them just up the 3ds battle animations where like double kick is just two footprints over the like they're not doing much uh, anything new pokemon stadium had better battle animations than this game will granted Got much different experience like much different experience yeah. that game was just battle yeah. and some mini games this is an entire pokemon adventure on a cartridge um in 2019 but and like that that stuff never bothered me but like it's it's bothering it a lot of people and and i get it it doesn't bother me and i've come to to understand and realize and admit this it doesn't bother me because i'm biased i just want to play a new pokemon game on my tv you just want it and and i don't need these amazing animations with this now like there's a shot of the trainer shaking a tree the tree looks like it's from sega genesis like it looks terrible it's like i got it and i'm that's going to probably be distracting and there's some pop in where i'm walking and then a trainer just pops up out of thin air so like 
that stuff's going to be distracting and I and I'll you know when I get my hands on it I'll be able to make those calls but like the thought of just being in the world is just super exciting to me so I yeah. I understand my bias here of why I don't care as much as maybe other people do um uh, man but I, do you at least now know which one you're going to get sword uh, or shield the double pack I don't know <laughs> um dude probably shield uh, so they Pokemon came out with a trailer, like we said, and it showed off a ton of new Pokemon. Yeah, more uh, than I thought they were going to show. They showed off a lot of new Pokemon, and they showed off some other different version exclusive stuff. And if you listen to our E3 prediction show with Chris Shriver, where we broke down the Pokemon Direct, I called it. I said I don't know what it will be or what it'll look like, but I don't think that Dynamaxing is the big thing. I think that there's more to Dynamaxing, yeah. and we have that now. Uh, with Gigantamaxing, yeah. which is you can take a Dynamax Pokemon and make it even bigger, and it changes form. Um, and so, like, and we, we number we one, it. we weren't even hyped for the the first Dynamax. So to get even bigger, it's like ugh, it's definitely weird. On. It's definitely weird. But I'm gonna go over some of the new poke. I'm gonna go all the new Pokemon. There's only, I think there was like six. Um, I want to say, uh, and then I'll go over some version exclusive yeah. stuff. So the Pokemon of the Gala region, we know we have Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. They are the starters. We know we have Zacian and Zamazenta, Gossiflor, Eldegoss, Wooloo, Corviknight, Dreadnought. They were all announced. We got four new Pokemon in this trailer. The first one is All Creamy, which is a Pokemon made out of cream with little strawberry yeah. ears. They're, they're, and it's adorable. Okay, they're just running out of names no, now. E- everything's everything's starting to be food and no, dessert. And- so what? You nah, had Dragon Ball's doing the same thing, don't worry about Bro, it. Bro, <laughs> in the first game, do you not realize that you had a ball with two magnets on the end? Yeah. You 100%. had a pile of sludge. 100%. You, you had an you know what I mean? That like, was original. You had you had a original. bump. You had a bump and they called it Diglett. And then for its evolved form, it added two more bumps. You had a ball, Voltorb. Just a They formed a trifecta. Like you know what I mean? It was a magneton is just three things with eye and a mag So like they've always been weird. Yeah. So like I love Al Creamy. She's but, super cute, it's man. Just getting, they're getting like, extra weird. It's a fairy type. It's got strawberries for ears. Um, what Chocolate I like chips for ears. It's an idol to all pastry chefs. Al Creamy can produce whipped cream, which becomes richer the happier <laughs> Al Creamy is feeling. Desserts made this cream. <laughs> desserts using this cream are invariably delicious, and so many pastry chefs strive to have an Al Creamy as their partner. So like that's really cool. It's a fairy type, like we said. So that's the first new Pokemon. I think it's super cute. I love it. Uh, the next one is Yamper. It's like in a little electric a corgi. A hamper. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a, a Swedish. It's a, a Swedish hamper. Yamper. Uh, it's a little corgi. It's called the puppy Pokemon. It's electric type. Its ability is ball fetch. It weighs thirty pounds, so it's a big mf'er for a little tiny pup. Uh, Yamper has a tendency to be drawn to things that are moving quickly. It can chase after people in Pokemon or even charging at vehicles. It crackles as it runs. So a little electric dog, which is cute. It's super cute. There was a big controversy over this guy because in the demo, the trainer in the demo used Tail Whip. And instead of it wagging its tail, like in HD yeah, Pokemon, yeah. I think, it just moved the entire Pokemon back and forth. Jesus and they're like, I got that on my Game Boy Color. Yeah. Like, come, come on. Do yeah, better. Step up. So yeah. here's, like, that whole thing with the battle animations, here's why it doesn't bother me. When you play Pokemon and you're in a battle, what's the thing you do the just whole press time? Press the button. You just slam A the whole time, right? Yeah. And you're like, just get this shit I, over I, with. I, just get this shit over with. If you have long-ass battle animations that are all drawn out... And you have Pokemon in Yeah, you'll never get done. You're never going to get done. I would done. rather take be forever. the fastest. I just want to battle, boom, get out, done. You can actually turn animations off if you want to. Speedrunners do it. You don't have, you just, oh, that's cool. Okay, so I like that. I, I, 
you know, all these people that are complaining, that's fine because, like, you're probably younger. I, dude, they're valid. It just doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. the, every complaint is, well, a lot of complaints we are grew valid. We on fucking red and blue. Like, we had the crap. Like, we're good. I, I, I don't know. They Sean, got Sean's not impressed. I, I get it, too. I'm not super impressed, but I'm still hyped. Yeah. And it's not going to, like... I'm not gonna like get all sour over it. Yeah. If I if every time Onyx tackled me, I had to see it slither its ass across yeah. the screen and then tackle, I'd be like, just fucking happen already. Yep. Just slam yeah. a a a a. Just get so like by the third hour, I'm kind of over it. Then we had Roly Coley, which is at first just a rock. Yeah. Which is like, but Geo dude is a yeah. fucking rock. Yeah. So let's get over that. So after a, upon looking at this thing, I really think it's neat. Roly Coley. It's coal that rolls. That's a wheel. Oh, my God. Made of coal. Yeah, and it Jesus wheels around. God. It's like a Roomba yeah. made out of yeah. coal. It's pretty cool. It, it, it's different. It's, it's different. It's going to be, you know, you're going to find it in caves, da, da 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 It has no problem dashing through dark areas or rough terrain. Its red eye can illuminate dark areas when it uses a lump of coal attached to its body like a wheel to move through coal mines and caves. It seems to be able to travel travel smoothly even over rough terrain. Every household once needed a roly coly to power their house. I love that lore. <laughs> That's so cool. It's like having uh, the electric on your roof. Have it for like for the power, oh, the solar oh, gotcha. panels. Yeah. yeah, like a Pikachu up there or something. And then the last one, uh, Duraludon, which is everybody's favorite from this trailer, besides yeah, maybe the course, Corgi, because it's a big ass steel yeah, dragon. It's made of. You had me at steel dragon. It's made of alloy. Its ability is light metal, heavy metal. It's this is what I really like about it. You're gonna like this one too. A light but sturdy body of metal. The metal composing its body is incredibly durable, but also surprisingly light. It only weighs 88 pounds. Thanks to this, Derulian can move quite quickly in spite of its appearance. Its body is weak to corrosion, however, and is known to rust easily. Great. Derulodon lives in caves and mountainous areas. Their two arms have slightly different shapes, and they use it to grind down rocks and surfaces for food. They share the habitat. They share a habitat with Tyranitar. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. And these two Pokemon are often seen battling each other in the mountains of Galar. That's my boy. So, like, you're going to be able to probably see these two fighting. Just also, so Tyranitar's in, in uh, Sword. Ah, we'll get to the exclusive. Exactly. So, uh, anyways. But you does, saw what I meant. Does that, tell, does that mean that Duraludon is only going to be Shield exclusive? Because that's because Tyranitar is. We'll see. No, no, that's what I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, how are see. they battling? The other's not even in the game. Well, they're in one of the games. So, let's go to the version exclusives. Because after this... After they showed the Pokemon off, they put you in the gyms and they showed some gym leaders off yeah. and Chairman Rose and I think her name is Oceana or some Oleana who is like his assistant and what this whole battling uh, gym system is all about. Um, but then they showed two new gym leaders, which was cool. I was like, all right, cool. I don't love it because like it's spoilers and yeah. I already know now four gym leaders out of the potentials. And they said, okay, here is Bea or Bay. It's B E A, not B A E. So I was like, all right, it's probably Bea. Maybe yeah. Bea. Um, certain towns will have different gyms that you can challenge dependent on if you're playing sword or shield. For the first time ever, we have version exclusive gym leaders. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, I I, th- I think I like that. Like, I don't, I don't have, you know, I'm not against it. I do too. But what if I want to catch the Pokemon from sword but battle the gyms from shield? They're going to make me buy the a- double exactly. pack. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I think you're going with the double pack. Uh, but in this, so this is Pokemon Sword for Bea. She's the fighting type gym. And in Shield, you get Alistair, which is a ghost type gym, and tell me that's not the coolest yeah, gym leader. He's probably be hard as shit. Oh, dude, I, he might be in the early game. I don't know, but like, because they're showing him off, so I think it'll be early, dude. 
He looks cool. I love Alistair. Yeah. So, like, I, that's pointing me towards S.H.I.E.L.D. And then they came out and said, all right, our first set of exclusive Pokemon are going to be launched. For Pokemon Sword, Diano or Dino or Diana, Dino Spamoni. And Jangmo O, who was in Sun and Moon, will only be available in Sword. And both of them mean nothing to me. And in S.H.I.E.L.D., we get Gumi, who is awesome. I love Gumi from Generation 6, X and Y. And friggin' Larvitar. And our version now we the know shield. which one I'll immediately get it. Yeah. So I didn't want to originally get S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. but once you tell me the only way I can get Tyranitar is S.H.I.E.L.D., I have to get S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and so we'll get... We'll go... We'll, I want shield too, but I also want sword because you're getting shield. So you have to get you have to get a double pack. I don't have to do shit. You got to get a switch. I, I, right I will get one. I, I have to get one to play the Pokemon game. You'll ask to borrow mine. No, okay. <laughs> give me your only switch. You can't play it. Uh, listen, the trailer was two minutes. It was neat. Yeah, I was fine with it. It's totally cool. I, I just I can't wait for this game. Yeah. November, November 15th, it's right it's right around the corner. Dude, November fifteenth. I'm so hyped. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is out, and we have the review. My daughter took my phone and took pictures of herself, so I have to find it now. She took selfies? <laughs> she did. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Uh, and she's six months old. Here it is. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is an admirable RPG with an admirable building game. I don't know what I'm saying. It's admirable. It's an ad- admirable RPG with an admirable building game, which seems in most cases to have gotten the best bits of both of its parent genres. Clunky, overly uh, straightforward combat and an unintuitive controls drag it down a bit, but it still manages to soar above all of these less ambitious Minecraft clones we've seen over the years. Even with the main story behind me, I'm still itching to spend time exploring its excellent environments and make them my own. Before you guess a score, IGN changed their review layout, and now I can't capture the review and the score in one. So I think I know. It's a seven? No, it's higher. Eight? I think it's an eight-eight. I'm not 100% on that. I don't know how you get a super clunky game gets an 8-8, but... Super super clunky AI? I don't know. It's, uh... I don't... Whatever. But, yeah, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Dude, Nintendo hyped the shit out of this game, and it's direct. It's been hyping it up for a long time. It's on... I think it's on a lot of consoles. I don't think... It's not a Switch exclusive, but... Xbox Germany may have accidentally announced that Final Fantasy VII Remake will also be coming to Xbox One. The same day as PS4, which I think is March 3rd, 2020. We previously thought it was just a PS4 game. or I'm sorry, PS4 exclusive. But then Square came out and said, no, 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 no. Even though they posted that, it was a mistake. There is no plan to make this an Xbox game. Do you you know where else we heard that? Kingdom Hearts 3. And guess what system I have Kingdom Hearts 3 for? Xbox. So I don't believe this for a friggin' second. We're getting Final Fantasy VII on Xbox One. Oh, There's, so you think? There is zero percent chance Xbox Germany, right? A literal Xbox brand, not some fan yeah, thing. Yeah. Posts that by accident. That means somebody had to make it, somebody had to approve it, somebody had to put it on the social, and then hit send. All of those things happened accidentally. My fat ass. Great, crazier things have happened, my, my friend. Okay, that in turn is fire. <laughs> A new Super Monkey Ball game. Was probably just leaked. Uh, as Greg raises his arms like Stone Cold Steve Austin. In to, my 2019 wish list we do at the beginning of every year, this was one of my wishes. That we get a new Super Monkey Ball game on Switch. It's been too long. The gyro controls on the Switch are, are perfect if you want to go that route. I prefer just a good old-fashioned controller. Sega 
continue on this trend. Give me a monkey ball game. It's been too long. The last one sucked. Let's get back to the basics like Super Monkey Ball 2, one of the greatest games ever made, and let's give me another monkey so ball. Not the first one. Let's go to the second one. First one's good. First one's okay. good. First okay. one's good. Second one is just way superior. Right. This game's fucking awesome. Do you play, ever play monkey ball? No. Do you know the not. goal of monkey ball? Mm-mm. You're a monkey in a ball, and you have to get to the goal. It is a crazy like puzzle platformer thing. Okay. It's like... Uh, you, how familiar are you with the Sonic games? Pretty pretty familiar. In Sonic 2, if you got the big coin, if yeah. you got the special yeah. bonus, you went into a world and you were in like a half yeah. pipe. Yeah, okay, to, yeah. Think of that, but with pla- perils and... Things that you have to get around. Okay. Craziness. Oh, it's basically cool. a start-to-finish thing um, with collecting bananas along the way and not dying. And it's so much fun. And you're a monkey and a ball. That's all I got to say. You finally get your wish. Oh, dude. I, I, it's potentially. It was, okay. it was uh, I think, leaked... On a Korean ratings board or something like that. And I would probably say, I don't know, 40% of them come true. So let's just keep our fingers yeah. crossed. It's been All a right. long time. Amazon Game Studios is developing a Lord of the Rings MMO RPG for consoles and PC. If you like the war, I mean, World of Warcraft and that style of game and you also like Lord of the Rings, I imagine if you like one, you probably like the other. Yeah. You're going to get a style of that in a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. I don't care. Yeah. It's so not, not it's, for me. Yeah, it's not for us. But Amazon Game Studios is the story here because they're not a huge publisher or developer yet. They're just getting themselves off the ground. We know that we have a Lord of the... No, not Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, Amazon yeah, Prime yeah, is yeah, making Lord of the yeah. Rings. So we know Amazon Prime is doing the TV. Now Amazon Games is taking the game. So Lord of the Rings is in Amazon's hand right now. Um, well, they, they paid enough for it. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they. So uh, do I have hope? Sure. I would probably say more for the PC version than a console build. MMORPGs on console, they tend to not do exceptional because they're made for PC. Yeah, of course. Dr. Mario World is available now. So it's available on iOS and Android. It's, uh, if you don't know what Dr. Mario is, it's a Tetris clone, but with a little bit of a twist. You get the, you got to kill the bacteria with pills. It's pretty sweet, but they're doing this new style for the game so it's not like the dr mario you remember as a kid it's a little different however there's apparently and i haven't played it yet i won't download it but there's apparently it is so bogged down by microtransactions Uh, and they are so everywhere that it really hampers your game Uh, and that's just what i heard from a couple people so i haven't heard the positive so take it with a grain of salt but know that if you're getting into this game be prepared to either skip ad or say no to the transaction or spend a shit ton of money Batman Arkham Collection coming this September. Yeah, I know you didn't give a shit about it. Because I have Return yeah. to Arkham right there, I and I bought Arkham Knight for $4 on PlayStation 4 two years ago, so I have this already. So this is for the people that maybe just trying to jump on the game late. That but, just... but you're skipping Origins. Because Rocksteady didn't make oh, that Oh, yeah, one. you're right. Rocksteady yeah, made right. Asylum, yeah. City, and Knight. Or Arkham, Arkham Knight or Arkham World, whatever. Arkham, Knight, That'd be Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight. Arkham Knight. And then Origins was made by I think 2K or THQ Nordic or somebody, and so, so that's left a, out. Yeah, that's left out of that collection that I yeah, have. Return yeah. to Arkham. It's left out of this one coming, and a lot of people like it. It's it the, is yeah, it the it's favorite? Good. No, it's no, not favorite, but it it's doesn't good. have it's Conroy good. or Hamill. I don't think so. Um, was that was it the I, one Troy Baker did? I, I think so. I'm maybe sure. I'm not sure, but like this is just another opportunity to sell you games you can get for on sale, dude. Don't buy this. 
These games are on you sale. You could probably get them cheaper buying all them. the yeah, time. Yeah, you yeah. Can, these games are on sale on PlayStation Four all the time, dude. You can get an Arkham Knight for like three bucks. So just like wait. Yeah, probably cheaper than that on eBay. Just wait. You'll probably pay more for shipping than the actual cost of it. All right, so we got a really lengthy television section today. Jump into it. Um, and we're going to start off with the review for One Punch Man Season 2, which we were both looking forward to. I'm, even though I already know the review, I'm still looking forward to it. Season 2 of One Punch Man is a half-baked jumble of poor and lazy animation <laughs> that is far more concerned with staying relevant than being crafted into something worthy of a season that came before it. If you're only in it for the advancement of the plot, it's all here. But it's also all in the manga. And it looks awful lot better. And that looks a lot better than this season so really there's not much of a reason to watch season two instead rewatch season one and then rewatch it because it's just that good what was that 5 yeah yeah i thought i saw it yeah i mean i i don't care what it says like i'm gonna watch it i may even rewatch one before just to get hype again but i mean i'm in i'm in no rush to, to, to bang it out all right so spoiler warning coming up guys oh yeah um i'm putting in here in the time code in our notes so i know to like 33.6. So, like, I got that. What we're going to do, it's been out for a week now, Stranger Things 3. It's not season 3. Remember that. It's Stranger Things 3. They go by that whole thing. Um, we're not going to do, like, a spoiler casty thing, but we're both finished it. Um, and we're going to talk spoilers. So, we're not going to do, like, a 45-minute blowout. It'll be a quicker thing. Yeah. But our top three this week is going to be our three favorite characters from Stranger Things overall. Season three. Oh, I, I did season three. Oh, did you? Yeah. Let me see if my list I mean, applies. It probably still applies. Yeah, because it, like my one character isn't even in season one. So. Same. Okay. Same. Okay. We probably have the same fucking list. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm good with it because <laughs> I love these yeah, characters. Yeah. I love these characters, right. so we're good. If I loved them in, in their previous role, I love them here. So, um, so I, hope, I hope we have it in the exact same order. So, spoiler <laughs> warning here... I, go check the description of this episode to see when the spoilers are over. So if you have not watched uh, Stranger yeah. Things 3 or 2 for that matter or 1, just fast forward to that time code and then yeah. continue Ooh. to listen. So we're going to talk a little spoilers in 3, 2, 1. Let's go. Sam, we're both finished it. You, you, you gushed about it last yep. week about where you were up to at the point. I hadn't started it yep. yet. We're both done. What would you think? It's my favorite season of Stranger Things. I By far. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. It was, you know, eight episodes, so it was, like, nice, short, and sweet. Yeah, I think they went eight, nine, eight. Yep, that's exactly sweet. what it went. Yeah. And, and they I, only had nine in season two because yeah. of episode seven. And again, it's just the cast. The cast is perfect. Everyone has a great chemistry. The nostalgia is real. Just seeing everything from the 80s, it's like, oh, man, this is awesome. You know, I love that it took place... It's the setting was around Fourth of July. Yeah, I love that. Right, and then the whole Russian American thing. It was really fun. I loved that the mall was the centerpiece as opposed to the upside yeah. down. Season two was just so heavy in the upside yeah. down. Um, we were there for what? We were in the upside down itself for what? The scene where Billy got snatched for a second when he crashed his car. He got out and yeah. turned the upside down, and yeah. the, the snatchers came, uh, or the flayed, whatever you want to call yeah. them. So like we weren't in the upside down that much. Um, I liked the Shadow Monster slash Mind Flayer of oh, season two. I liked him, so I'm glad he yeah. came back in, in this as the villain. But instead of just that upside down creature villain, we got human vi- villains for the pa- for the, the adults and the kids. Yeah. And they were much more fleshed out, pardon the pun, uh, <laughs> than in previous seasons. Yeah, and I, like, he, like, I guess got inside him and kind of just basically controlled them. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. So if you remember from season two, Will is in the car with Bob, and Bob says, yep. you know, when I had a bad dream, I just yeah, I said, I yeah. sat there and said, go away, go away. And guess what? The clown went away. So Will's running through the school, goes out to the football into field the season two, into the grass. And says, that was one of my away. favorite scenes of that. Go of away. Them. And when he says that, it goes inside of him, and it, he, he became the host. Yeah. That was season two. Yep. Um, now fast forward to season three. When it leaves Will, when they burn him up in season two, it stayed in Hawkins because the portal was closed. And if you remember, it just went up into the sky. Yep. So it stayed in this earth. So it needed a new host to form. So it, it basically took shelter in the in the steel mill in the basement and it was looking for and a he was, host. he was weak, you know. He was weak and he found Billy, knew Billy was going to be the host. Uh, Billy needed a purpose this season. Yeah. If he was the same character from that he was in season two this season, yeah. he'd have been a pointless character. Yeah. He needed an arc and they gave him one for sure. He is the main human villain of the show because he is basically the mind flayer uh, under his influence. Yeah. So I love that. I loved... I loved his story. Like... Billy's? Like, yeah, just like... Yeah. It starts off like he's the he's same innocent, guy, yeah. And then, but then you know, eventually they show you kind of his, his mom in the past at mm-hmm. beach. It's like, oh, he wasn't always. Oh, his dad was a piece of shit. Oh, he went through this and this. So it's like, you kind of start to feel bad for him a little bit. I see. You know? I don't think, and I heard this before that like some people say they hated his character from season two, and he was a douchebag for no reason. See, like I think a lot of people forget in season two there was a scene. Where Max runs away and his dad, and his dad hits him. Yeah, hundred percent. And people forget that like I don't he's a douchebag because of yeah, his dad. hundred percent. So I I always liked him. <laughs> like, right, exactly. I liked his character. Even when he was just a piece of shit. Even I, when I he kicked the really shit out of him. Steve. Yeah, you know everybody kicks the shit right. out of Steve. Oh, no, the I, I made a note. Steve, like, you want to fight? <laughs> dude, like literally, Steve takes another beating. Oh, and he won a fight. Yeah, he finally <laughs> wins a fight. Win a fight. Yeah. What uh, you know? I think the kids, because Mike, it was such a piece of shit in season two. Like he was a naggy, awful dude who just was so shut off to Max for almost no reason and didn't want her in the party and was just so black because he wanted Elle back so bad that it kind of transferred over into this season. But now they're teenagers. Yeah. So you have the squeaky, raspy voice. You have the yeah. puberty. You have them growing. They got up. big fast. Right. And yeah. so like you have them growing up, and there are like we were assholes at that age 100%. too. So yeah. like. I get it. We can relate. We can. Relate. We can totally yeah. relate to being twelve and thirteen year old boys. I think every single person can relate if you're, you know, eighteen and above. You you know exactly what they went through. So and I and I love the setting. Love the soundtrack. I'm telling you, and this goes for every season. There's a little there's a little trick you can do to make this show even more enjoyable, and that is watch it with headphones. If you watch it with headphones, and it really stuck out to me in season two when they really started to get smart with the audio editing. My God. The little things you hear in the background and the little – I watched every episode with headphones. Oh, I, mean, really? I watched oh, one wow. episode on TV. Oh, it was wow. all on my iPad, all with headphones. Yeah, I watched – I had my sound bar. Like, yeah. So I heard – And, know, and there's like little tiny little things you hear in the background or whispers or dings and bells and music cues and uh, just amazing editing choices. And there was a scene in season three, two, that really stuck out to me from an editing standpoint that I absolutely loved. Okay. One of them was – just the brilliance of editing, and it was Hopper starting on the left of your screen, yelling and running, right? So as he's running, he's in, your, he's in your left channel and your earbuds. Oh, and, and as he runs across over. the screen, you hear him go over to mono on your right earbud only. Oh, that's cool. It was such a neat little trick that's that cool. you're in the room saying like, yeah, let's do that. Almost no one's going to notice because you're watching on stereo television. Yeah. But for the people that do watch it with headphones or in mono like let's give them that little that's pretty cool. so really cool little editing yeah. choice and then secondly there's a scene and i noticed this i had to re- rewatch it back a second time 
Because the guy from the Hawkins Post who looks exactly like Gary Busey. Yeah. I know it's his son. It's Gary Busey's son. Yeah, 100%. So I was like, holy shit. I wanted to rewatch this. scene. you know who scenes. Robin is? Uh, yeah, it's um, uh, the the love child of the two actors. I Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and what's her name? Uma Thurman. Yeah. So, uh, great character, by the way. Yep. She was awesome. She almost made my list. Yeah, she almost did too. She'd probably be number four or five. Yep. Five. Yep. Five. Yeah. I'd agree. Five. So, uh, there's that scene, and I really wanted to go back and watch Busey's scenes again, now knowing that it was him. So, I'm going How back. did you not know it was, as soon as I, I just saw him, I was like, oh, there's Busey's son. I didn't know Busey had a son. Yeah. So, I was just looking back, I'm like, holy shit, he looks and talks just like Gary Busey. Yeah. So, uh, I went back and I'm watching, and there's a scene when you get the flayed versions, yeah. right, of, of them. Him. And they're creepy as yeah. shit. But you get, the, you get Tom. So, it's flayed Tom. He's yep. in the office. It's when he fires Nancy. Yeah. From the paper, yeah. right? So they're sitting in the office firing her. And there's a point where he's getting nasty and yelling and yeah. starting to scream. And he bangs on the desk. The camera shakes. Just like the camera was on the table. The camera shakes and tilts. And then it stays like that for the rest of the scene. And oh, every, I don't even remember and that. And the next three like the next three shots back and forth are all at a slight angle. And I was like, that is so brilliant. It's watch, so brilliant. Watch it like, oh, we didn't we never even knew. <laughs> it was all accident. Still, I never caught that. That's cool. Super. Good, that's good that's when I watch yeah, stuff. That's how I watch things. Yeah. I, I watch things looking for little hints and cues. Um, that's why I'm a nitpicker. That's why I'm a nitpicker. Nancy is just phenomenal. That's why I'm a nitpicker. So, uh, anyways, uh, super good season. Um, what's what's some of your high points uh, of the of the season? I, do, I just my, my favorite combo is Steven Dustin. Mm-hmm. Them two together, when they did their handshake, I, I want to steal it. Like, <laughs> dude, the lightsaber? Dude, I thought that was cool shit. Once, yeah. once he was there, like, he just, he just, like, his chemistry with them. I, I yeah. can't even, like, um, who else, who else stood out? I all always like Hopper. Well, um, we, we're going to get to the character things. I'm talking about moments of this, of the season. Like, what big moments of this, because we're in spoiler territory, so yeah. it's okay. We don't have to go episode by episode. So what were some just high points and moments of the season? I would say when, when Elle kind of comes in and saves Nancy mm-hmm. from the monster, and she's throwing him side by side and then out the window. Like, ah, ah, and you just toss him out the window. Oh, in the hospital. I the I, hospital. I love that. I just like how angry, how like enthused, like crazy she was. Yeah. Do you know why she got that angry? Because episode seven, season two. Yeah, well, the that, person we hate. Every that, listen, shitty episode overall. I didn't hate it, but it was shittily made. The girl, I can't remember her name, number eight or whatever. She told her, "Use your anger. Yeah, when you use your powers. Course. Use your anger." And that's the one thing that has stuck so far. Yeah. They basically retconned that from season three. Yeah. They said, "Hey, we were experimenting." Because it was everyone's like least favorite episode we're, of the whole show. We, they were trying to set up a future thing. Yeah. They might come back in four. I hope not because it's the final season. Yeah. But it also is setting up a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. If they want to do a spinoff, they can. I don't think the audience received them well, so I don't I don't know if that'll happen. And then again, it was but all, she did teach her about using her anger, yeah. and that's what Elle was doing. Again, like I know people, I've heard people saying like they're getting tired of her nosebleed stuff like that. It's like who cares? Stuff some part tissue up there. It's part. <laughs> it's, I thought, it's I part of the the powers, man. Um, I was getting I was getting a little tired of her going to the white noise and trying to trend, like teleporting or whatever. Yeah, like I was like. She's doing it again, and now she's using the fridge as white noise, and this time she's using an an open case of Egos, so you get the, the freezer noise, and yeah. like, and I was like, damn, dude, like, she could. There was a part where I was like, why isn't she just? Oh, when when what's his face said that Nana was sick, I was like, just spy on him. You'll oh, yeah, see the yeah, truth. Yeah. So like, it was very inconsistent when they wanted to use and it. it I, also, I also I also did like the Russian Terminator. 
Gregory. Yeah, I, I did Gregory. like Gregory. His name was my name. I, I and he kind of looked like Arnold. He just, he just kept coming. You know who he looked like? You know? He actually looked more like the villain from Terminator 2. The guy who was in Spanish Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's he, what it, like, it reminded me of the Terminator a little bit. So I, I love the Terminator. Who didn't? Yeah, I mean, there was such there was a billion different like '80s and '90s movies callbacks and stuff. There like were so that many throughout this, throughout this whole I mean, show. You saw Mr. T cereal in the background. I don't know if you Ghost, caught that Ghostbusters cereal, Ghostbusters. right? Next so to it was like all these little like throwbacks they were throwing. I was like, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I like the Russians. I like that storyline. A lot of people were like, just keep it on the kids, but like the parents need something to do. Nancy. I'm sorry, not Nancy. Winona Ryder's character. Yeah. Um, what the hell is her name? Joyce. Joyce. She needs something to do. Yeah. Hopper needs something to do. And I was, and I, I like Murray too. Murray's hilarious. Yeah. I, I like. I like. What do you think of Alexei Smirnoff? The Russian guy that they. Oh, uh, yeah. He was. I. I was gonna say. I did he, like. You this, warm up to him. I did. I did like him when he's. He, you think he's going to escape? They're like Hopper, you idiot. He's yeah. like, trust me. I thought that was a great scene, I, and I, that's when we all liked him. I, I think that's strawberries. When I, okay, yeah, that's when I turned. I was like, okay. Like, and so I think they the way they killed him was super effective. Yeah. No, it was, it was very very. I, I was like. Silence. Yeah. The thing is, like, people are gonna know. No, they he wasn't traitor. Trying, I was yeah. like, oh, damn. He, he wasn't hiding that silencer at all. Oh, he no. just had it out, 100%. and like, people would see that. But uh, I like that they just shot him once, right through Woody Woodpecker, yeah. right when you feel yeah. for Alexi. And Murray's got the hot dogs, and they're yelling at each other, and it's like, yeah, he's like, I did all this I did for, for a hot dog, dog and a stick, yeah. and it was yeah. like, damn, super well executed. Um, what'd you think of the uh, of of the big Hopper moment where where Hopper allegedly uh, dies? Well, I knew it was obviously you knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but then you're like, is he in the under? Is he in the, the upside, down. upside down world? Yeah, that that's where I think he is. Obviously, we know. Well, I think he's in the cell in Russia now. Well, now, Kamchatka. obviously, if you, if you guys it ended, if you fast forward like a minute, there's an end credit scene. Not even ten seconds. 10, oh, it's that fast. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a minute, but yeah, basically they're in Russia. They're walking to jail. So they go, oh, they're going to get, I a guess, prisoner a prisoner. To and feed said, to not them. not the American. They grab somebody else. What if that American? That was very distracting. As you made a noise, something landed on my oh. on my balcony up That's there. Just a bird. Um, what if that American is like Mary, and they're really just messing with you? I or thought what? you were going to say Barb. What if it's what if it's Barb? <laughs> no, it, I, I'm pretty sure it's 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 Hopper. I mean, we all we all know it's going to be yeah, Hopper. I, it's kind of the worst kept secret. I, I in, did in love. The letter at the end. The letter got me. I started tearing up. Yeah, I, I, I woodered up and it it just worked, man. Like, Well, it wasn't the letter. That's what, it was that him was reading his, it. That was, well, no, that wasn't a letter to her. That was the speech he wrote to, for, for to her. correct for her, him yeah. and my, or her and Mike. Yeah. And he never read it. And I was like, okay, cool. But to tie that back, yeah. they like made that work and they brought that forward. I, I love that they yeah, brought I, that Some people circle. said that it was like too late, that Hopper sucked this season. I was like, I, I, I thought Hopper was I awesome. completely disagree. I, was, I thought he kind of stayed true to character, trying yeah. to juggle being this new father here, yeah. you know, with her, obviously, with his passing his daughter and, you know, um, and, and, and then him and Joey's kind of like trying to he go back He never got forth. the date. He never did. And, uh, and I'm still he hoping he gets the, it. Yeah, and then, you know, there's little the flashbacks date. of Bob. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, people only remember Sean Astin for this. Yeah. They don't know what he did in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or Rudy. <laughs> exactly. Or the Goonies. Dude, I just, so. I, I cannot recommend this show enough. Yeah. Um, there was one weak point for me that I, it wasn't distracting or bad. It was just, man, I was wishing for a little bit more impact from it. And that's Billy's death. Um, oh, dude, I loved that. So did I. And how it happened, how he literally sacrificed himself because yeah. El was like the waves and all this stuff. I love that he sacrificed himself. But Max just cried. 
And but what could she do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. She just cried. And then she falls in 11 arms and she's just crying. And then they cut away. And then during the pack-up scene where they're all leaving, yeah. they show Max sitting on her bed with the window slightly, the curtain slightly drawn in the window with her about to cry. G- give me a necklace or a t-shirt or a, a record or something. S- something. The keys to his car. Something to remind you of him because after he died, he wasn't mentioned one time. His name wasn't mentioned. His There was no in memorum. There was no funeral scene. Yeah. There was no little flashback. Maybe she was sitting in his room and I just missed that. Yeah. And maybe – but I don't it think – I, I don't, don't think it was his room. I think it was hers. So like if it was his room, I'll take that back. But there wasn't a lot of impact to his death. Yes, without it, they don't win because it, it distracted yeah. the, the, the mind player long enough. He stopped with hands. And like – And, and he, then got – And then he got mutilated. Yeah. And I appreciate this, this, uh, the the um, – the sacrifice. I just wish that the writers post mortem gave him a little yeah, bit of a better yeah, send off. Give, give him a, give him a little all. more nod his way. Because hint, hint, he's in my, he's on my list. Yeah. So as he is on, my yeah. List. So um, with that, um, forty-one million Netflix accounts watched it within its first four days on Netflix, with eighteen million plus accounts finishing it. Both of them Netflix records. Yeah, it was. I finished it in two days, yeah. flat out. It was I done. Did, by I finished Saturday. it this morning. Yeah, or yeah. last night. Last he, night. He said I had to get it. I had to get it done for the pod. Yeah, I just wanted to get it done. That's yeah, the it was thing. that good. You didn't want to this, stop. This show was ultimately bingeable, right? Like uh, eight 100%. episodes. Yeah. Friggin' uh, uh, cliffhanger at almost every single one of them ends in a cliffhanger. You're like, yeah, I'll just watch one more. They're yeah. appropriately timed, forty-five to fifty-one yeah, I, minutes. Dude, when I saw like a forty-four, forty-five, yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> the, the the finale was one seventeen, so yeah. it was a little long there. You no, know, but, but that I was like, yes. <laughs> Well, well I was like, I also, lose. like, 17 of it was that packing up the house with the emotional yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I get that. Uh, last thing I have is with this season, right? You know that I gave up on season two halfway through. Yep. And I haven't watched it since season two came out. Yeah, because I think after I was like, season three was the best season ever. Like, all right, I got to go back and watch season two. So I want to go back and watch season one. But so I rewatched season two and three since our last mm-hmm. episode. So in a week, I've knocked out both seasons, which is good for me. And you're like, I don't even remember why I stopped watching two. You probably got busy. I I know exactly why I stopped watching two because I'm on that couch 15 feet away from this television. There's so much distraction. Yeah. And to watch on TV, I didn't pick up the audio cues. Dude, in episode one of season two, I picked up these awesome audio cues. And from there, I was kind of hooked. Now, season two was very, very similar to season one. Very similar in arc. So, like, you know what you're getting. It wasn't anything uber special. A lot of people thought it was not great. I think it was pretty good, and it was enough to get me into season three. Thank God season three had it. It had a lighter, more colorful tone overall. I mean, I still like season two, which is I just didn't really care for one episode. I was like, I could, if I went back, I could literally just maybe just turn the last it. 10 minutes. Because like, okay, episode eight good. picks off where six ends. So you are you can literally skip seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing you'd be wondering is why does 11 look like that? That's what, that's what I said. Back. I'll catch the last 10 minutes just yeah. to remember. Like, okay, that's what. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she goes to Chicago and there's a guy with a bad mohawk and a chick who doesn't need to be there. And then a man with a ponytail, but the rest of the set is bald. And he's very muscular. So, yeah. And they kill and they want to kill people who wronged them. Yeah. There you go. There's season two, episode seven in a flash. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to our top three. Overall, well, let's rank the seasons real quick. Three, one, two. Three, one, two. Okay. So we did that. <laughs> Done. So now let's go to our top three Stranger Things characters from season three. Billy, number three. Yep. By uh, Dacry. Me, t- me too. 
Dakery Montgomery, Red Ranger did not for know the he Power was like, Did not know he was that or he, English. That he was like Australian. Yeah, oh, he's Australian. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Maybe he, New Zealand. I'm not I, sure. Again, I, I thought he was absolutely great. I loved in the beginning. He was kind of himself. It looked like he's ready to go bang. Uh, what Will's mom? Yeah. Some, Love that little twist where she didn't show up. Yeah. And then she was right she went to apologize to yep. and she has no idea that he never showed up either yep. because he got hit by the mindful. I, I just thought it was great acting. His end when like his like end scene, his acting, I sold. I was like, he's a great actor. I hope they really make a Power Ranger sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see more of this guy. Yeah. My number three is the old lady. I can't remember her name right. I'm just kidding. It's it's Billy. Yeah, it's Billy. It's absolutely Billy. And and like I said, I took this list from thinking it was all of Stranger Things. Yeah. So that just tells you I loved his yeah. character from two because I liked it. It almost set up how like that him being the villain for three yeah. and and I love that he just was so helpless. Um, on the inside, you could tell he was there because there's scenes where he oh sheds he's crying, tears he's crying, and, yeah, and like he doesn't want to be this bad guy. And then at the end of it. Like we said, he sacrifices himself, which is just a great arc. Um, and if we went the whole show, remember he's not even in season one, right? So you know, we are obviously our two of my people. I think would be out of here, yeah. If it was just season one, yeah. But my number two, I went with Hopper. I I, I love I I love David Harbor. I think he's great. I loved the three intro of mm-hmm. the door. Well, that, just, that could also be for the upside down. There was a little hint there. Leave the door, yeah. three inches open. Yeah. AKA the crack to the yeah. upside down. But I, again, I liked it. And, you know, how, like, them being, like, you know, they get in a fight. She'd slam the door. And he'd yes. go, open this door. Like, I, I, to me, I thought that was cool moments. I, his his faces when she was hanging out with Max and he was like, oh, yeah, you can have a sleepover. Oh, oh my God. And then God. he sits when, down when with he, the toasters and the, oh, oh, the cereal on the couch. And he, like, leans back super far. He's like, oh, where's, you know, where's Mike? I mean, you see him smile. It was like little moments like that. It's like, that's what I love about him. It's like, that's what I'm going to look forward to. Like, I have a daughter now. So it's like, holy shit, I'm going to look forward to He's those a moments man. in my life. Harbor's, is, or Hopper is, is great. Um, I liked season two Hopper, actually, too. But I'm going to go with uh, Steve. Steve is my number two. Um, again, thinking in the whole show, he arguably has the best arc of anyone in the entire show. Um, you know, douchebag jock season one, yep. season two, start to like him, but he's kind of a dick to Nancy, shitty boyfriend at least. Uh, starts to make that turn, but it's when he really gets with Dustin yep. that you see that light side of him. And then, dude, when he was drugged by the Russians in this season, yeah. the shit that was coming out of his mouth. Him and her. Was so him and Robin. I, I just, I know, but. When he was just like, Dustin Anderson, up, oh, did it again. Oh, yeah, shit. Like, yeah. And then, like, he was, then he tells her that he loves her or likes her. And she's like, I'm not into guys. I was yeah. obsessed with you because somebody else was looking at you that way. And I wanted her. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It was like, didn't see that turn coming. Neither did I. And, I wasn't expecting And it to the be. way he handled it, right? Yeah. I like the way he handled it. Okay. Moving on. And they remained friends. Like, he just, the, the uh, everything Steve did, did was, was great. He's my number one. Like you said, everything you just said from season one being a bully, again, getting his ass kicked again, finally winning a fight. I love him. His handshake with Dawson and two were great. His chemistry with Robin was great. I even, well, it was so small when he slid under the stall. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a cool, like a sweet thing. Kind of like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I think he's a great character. Um, very difficult for both of us to leave Dustin and, off the list. And that's Joe, Joe Keery was the actor's name. Yeah, very difficult. D- Dustin, Dustin would probably be four, four. Robin would be five. Because um, Dustin singing was sweet as shit. It was great. The Neverland Story. Susie, mm-hmm. Susie Pooh. Yep. And Dustin Bunny or Dusty, Dusty Buns or whatever. Dusty Bun. Dustin Bun. <laughs> Dusty Bun? Yeah, Dusty I Buns, Dusty I think. Bun. Uh, super funny. I love that whole thing. He would be my four. Um, yeah, I like that Will finally had something this season. Like he actually had lines and he was in it. But he's not I my number one. Will was like probably the best kid actor on the show. 
uh, I really like Lucas. Go back and watch too. I, yeah, you I just, did. I, I know, just did. How did you not like his acting? Is when he's like getting he possessed. Completely and stuff, stood out. He sells. He sells that really well. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate him. But my number one's eleven. Yeah. Um, kind of an obvious number one choice, but this season to me, outside of Steve, and she she probably arguably did have a better arc than Steve overall, but from outside of that, right, where she came from, from that shit that, that everybody hates from episode seven of season two, from that moment to now, right, I love when Max was like, she was like, how do I know what I like? And Max was like, just try it on. Yeah. That was such a, that was a bigger message than just try on clothes. That was try just on try, personalities, yeah, try, try on. Try to be yourself. Try on all these unique things that's going to make you you. Yeah, you don't and need the, a boy to make you happy. Right, this yeah. little photo yeah. shoot she had, the, like the outfit she was picking out, it became her. It reminded me of Frankenstein from Big Daddy when he okay. wears yeah, what he wants yeah, and, yeah. and Adam Sandler lets him eat what he wants and he tries to let him be himself. Yeah. And that's what I found a lot of like parallels to with Eleven. And then like her losing her power. She, was, she did not win. Yeah. That was awesome to me. She yeah. defeats the Demi-Gorgon. She defeats the Shadow Monster and closes up the portal in Season 2. Yet in Season 3, she's on the sidelines with a leg injury. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, man. The kids threw the fireworks. And then uh, Billy sacrifices himself. And the parents shut the key off. Yeah. Well, really, Joyce. Joyce. Joyce turns the keys. So Eleven did not win this fight. Yeah. And for her to like lose her powers. And then you have that teddy bear scene where she tries to use her teddy like her powers to get it back. And Mike's like, you'll get them back. Yeah, Don't worry. Back. Yeah. And then... The way she grieves for Hopper and just like that whole arc, I felt like she became a person yeah. in this season much more than she, she found, had. In she previous. found herself, and I and I really love that coming yeah, of you age. Can't go wrong with, with tail with eleven in, in this season. So Jane Hopper, yeah, yeah, Jane Hopper. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that that is our season three impressions. It's the best season. It's yep. an incredible piece of television. And with season with Stranger Things three, I can definitively say behind Breaking Bad it is my second favorite show of all time. And I, I find it I find it hard to argue or put up another show just off top my head to just you know yeah. argue it. The Sopranos is up there, Game of Thrones is up there, Friday Night Lights is up there. But to me, man, like Stranger Things, because I enjoyed two a lot, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's number two because season three was just that good. And I'm this is a show I'm going to be talking about and gushing about for a long. I, time. I, I just hope season four they they kind of stick the landing here because I'm pretty sure that's it. When we talk our top three at the end of the year. This is going to be tough to to not have it number one oh, for, for top three TV show seasons of this year. I mean, like Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, this Billions was sure as sure shit ain't going to be Game of Thrones this year. Yeah. That might be on the unfortunately worst list. it won't it won't be on. All right, so list. spoilers are over for Game of Thrones season three. Welcome back if you or Stranger Things season three. What did I say? Game of Thrones. Did I yeah. Stranger Things three? Welcome back if uh, you had to skip over for the spoilers. What was that? Uh, twenty five minutes. Yeah, okay. Exactly what so, I was hoping yeah. for was twenty five minutes. So let's get back into the stories because we still got a lot of stories here in the television section. The Game of Thrones prequel may be called The Long Night. Or a slight twist called The Longest Night. George R. R. Martin said that in an interview with Entertainment Weekly. I, now, did I read right that direwolves were going to be in it? That there was a big direwolf battle? In the same interview, he also said that the prequel will, be, will consist of 100 kingdoms or up to 100 kingdoms oh, potentially. Shit. Because it's taking place in a different type of Westeros than we're used to. We'll have the Starks, we'll have direwolves, and we'll have the White Walkers, or as he calls them in the books, the Others. And here's why. People are like, well, 100 kingdoms, it's only seven in Game of Thrones. And he says, yeah, and after Aegon's conquest, Westeros is seven. But in the thousand years before that and all the wars that happened, you had all these territories, all these houses. And I plan on showing potentially 100 in this prequel. (sighs) 
knowing that it's going it's to get down take, to seven. It's going to take me forever to remember all these names. The Game of Thrones universe, just on that premise alone, 100 Kingdoms can be around the rest of our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And as long as they keep... As long as they're successful, even if they're probably as half as successful as Game of Thrones was, they'll be fine. I think that's the target. I think the target is 50%. If they can retain, after that season... You're still outdoing everybody. If you can retain 50% of your audience, that gives you, what, $8 million a week? That's enormous. Yeah. That's Walking Dead. That's Walking Dead in its prime number. Yep. Walking Dead was like nine to twelve. Yeah. So, if, and that's on a non-paid I, service like HBO. So, if you can get eight and a half on a paid sh- uh, paid subscription service, that's a win. And anything in that universe, you you we're have in. me. You have me at least the first episode. Yeah, and I like that we're gonna see what Brand the Builder probably. We're gonna see some version of the Starks. Yeah, we're gonna see the Direwolves and probably how they came to be. I think it's gonna be more tied to the book material yeah. and like all the side stories George R. R. has written and all that cool stuff. I think we're gonna get a lot more of that and a little less creative liberty. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that we're gonna see probably. You know what we're probably gonna see is an extended scene of that Children of the Corn scene where they stab oh, the dagger yeah, yeah, through yeah. him. We're probably going to get how that whole thing, how he even ended up there. And we're probably going to see him. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy who plays... The same actor? The same actor. Because he's a stuntman. Yeah, so I, I yeah. would imagine that... That would be now, cool. Now he speaks very broken English, yeah. as you could tell by the documentary. Yeah. So maybe he won't have a lot of speaking lines or whatever. But I would It'll assume... It'll be dumped. We're gonna, right. <laughs> we're going to get to see a little bit more of how the White Walkers were formed or the yeah. others uh, were formed based off of that Children of the Corn scene. So that's super exciting for me. This next story is also super exciting for me. We're getting The Cuphead Show coming to Netflix. That's right. A show based off of the game Cuphead is coming to Netflix. No release date or window yet. It's very early in development. But the win here, the biggest win, is that beautiful 1930s animation style that we got in the game is the animation style we're getting from oh, the cool. show. And it's not going to be some CG bullshit or some new age you know, hand-drawn stuff. It's going to be that 1930s. Uh, doo-woppy noir style and I'm all about that I mean I, I still don't know how I feel to be honest like I'm like I don't hate it I don't love it I'm just like okay cool like if you played the games have you ever even seen the, I seen, I seen you and I watched Machi play a couple times on okay, Twitch okay so you yeah. know what the, uh, the animation, animation looks yeah, like yeah. I'm just a big fan of like that old Mickey Mouse style, like, yeah, sa- like, like Sailor no, Mickey. I have no be- like Steamboat Willie. I grew up watching that crap, like yeah. so. I'm used to that animation. Even obviously now the animation's way better, but like that's cool. I, I well, I think that animation has, when done in the style of 2019, yeah. it's like the 1930s animation in, in HD. HD. Yeah. yeah, I think that actually is probably the prettiest animation we yeah. could ask for. So really good things. No real, uh, you know, details on it yet. It's gonna star Mugman too, Cuphead and Mugman. Um, I'd imagine it'll be geared towards the the adolescent. It won't be geared towards the 16 and up, maybe. Maybe towards that 12 to 16. Although, I mean, everybody enjoyed the game. So I I could even see it being adult-themed, or at least... No, no way. At least 16 up-themed. So maybe like Y14. Yeah, I can't see like a rated R, but I could see that. Definitely R, definitely R. But I mean like... Very few twelve-year-olds I know have played and beaten Cuphead. Yeah. Usually, you're the eighteen. Yeah, I hear it's tough as shit. Yeah. It is. It's a very, very difficult game. It took me a long time. Uh, super psyched. Derek Colstead, who wrote John Wick, is joining the team as a writer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am super hyped. Just please don't have let, let a puppy die. Like just let that be enough. Just John Wick's good, man. Don't let Falcon kill somebody with a pencil. No, I'm, I'll never say no to that. Like, give me all the pencil killings. Warner Media has unveiled the name of its streaming service. We talked about it last week with Gremlins. What is it called? Return to Mogwai or something like that, being a, a an original. It now has a name, which is weird. It's called HBO Max. 
Confused the shit out of me. Very, very confusing. Confused the shit out of me. But HBO Max will now be the exclusive home for Friends. Friends who just signed this big deal with Netflix so they got, is leaving so they Netflix. So they got, what, it was like $250 for a year and a half, $250 million? Yeah. So That's insane. So no There's, more Friends the, on the, the best of everyone on Friends is, well, besides probably Jennifer Aniston because she's been a lot of shit since then. They're still making millions from that show. Yeah, for in royalties alone. Now, we do have a lineup. Uh, last week, we, we said how oh, the Gremlin show is one of the first uh, originals. I actually have all the originals coming to HBO Max. Dune the Sisterhood, which is a series based on Frank Herbert's Dune from the director Dennis Villa, uh, Villanueva. Tokyo Vice, which is based on Jake Adelstein's nonfiction story about the Tokyo Metropolitan Police, um, star- starring Ansel Elgort. Uh, the Flight Attendant, which is a one-hour thriller from Greg Berlanti. Love Life, which is a 10-episode, ten, ten half-hour romantic comedy anthology starring Anna Kendrick. Station Eleven, which is a post-apocalyptic limited series directed by Hiro Murai from Atlanta. Great show. Uh, Made for Love is a tragic comic novel adaptation directed by S.J. Clarkson. And then we have The Gremlins Show. So we have a lot of original content coming. And now we know we're also going to skip this streaming service. Yes. Got you. 100% heard you loud and clear. We also know we're getting a Flintstones animated adult theme series most likely coming to HBO Max. Can you imagine an adult? That's the only one that has my attention. And it's got my major attention. I mean, I will find ways to like. I I will find a way to watch. I would love to watch an adult themed Flintstones. That's got all the potential in the world. I'm one of the suckers who actually enjoyed the first Flintstones live action movie. Halle Berry. Halle Berry looks. Phenomenal. It was was decent. I liked it. It was as a kid's kid's flick. It was. was I thought it was very very funny. Mr. Slate was. uh, so I'm like, like the part. I, I, for, I forget his name. Yeah, I know. I, I see his face. I can't think of his name. So anyway, uh, there's that. So we have HBO's lineup of content. We now know it's going to be the Friends home. We have a potential Flintstones adult theme thing. But according to Deadline, Alexa Mansoor, who's from Unfriended the Dark Web, just a 10 out of 10 movie. Nicholas Cantu from The Amazing World of Gumball, and Hal Cumston from Ble- uh, Bilched, which is an Australian comedy. So three really well-known actors are set to play the leading role in the newest Walking Dead spinoff. Hard pass. Hard no. The hardest pass. That's a Texas size 10-4. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm hanging by a thread on the Walking Dead. Akira's creator, Katsuhiro Otomo, announces a new anime series adaptation of the Akira in, story. In. So you're out for The Walking Dead, so just when he was out, they pull him back dude, in. I, I, dude, I still consider Akira one of the best animated movies of all time. And to get an actual new a new series, like a different take, in day one. Is it going to be like Super? I just retell Z, I, but... I, what I, my interpretation was that it was going to be a, a different interpretation. Maybe it still ends the same. I don't know. But I don't care how he does it. I'm in. So basically like George R. R. Martin's books based <laughs> yeah. on the TV show. <laughs> gotcha. Be. Batman Beyond, the animated series, has surfaced on Amazon France for a Blu-ray release October 30th. I please, I hope this comes to the U.S. the same day because that's a day one buy for me. I love Batman Beyond. I have the complete collection like the, on in DVD. the DVD box. Collect. I will trade that and sell that on it eBay. has not previously been released on Blu-ray, right? Never. No, nothing of Batman Beyond except the movie. The Return of the Joker. But this, day one by, can't wait. Netflix has ordered a new Norse mythology-based anime from Justice League director Zack Snyder. I'm in. I love North. Obviously, if I love God of War, I love North, North mythology. Norse mythology. You got it. And 
Again, Zack Snyder, say what you will about the guy. He has made some good films. Yeah, he might have made some stinkers, but I will definitely give this one a chance. Will we see his version of Darkseed? Darkseid? <laughs> Whatever. I well dude he I forget that app he uses. He uses because he uses like a different app. I, I forget what it's called. But every time he posts a picture, I follow Ray Fisher and he tweets it right out so I yeah. see it. I thought Darkseid looks badass. Dude, if we if again, I know what I said before, if we got the second Man of Steel or the uh, Superman two, the Richard Donner cut, if we got that all them years later, yeah, the why cannot? Why can't we get a Zack Snyder? Give us, give, make the fans semi happy. Just give it to us. Um, well, we're about to make the fans very happy with this review of The Lion King as we move into the movie section. Oh. Originally, we only had the Twitter impressions, but the review dropped earlier today, so we actually shit, have the review for The Lion oh, King shit. film. Disney delivers their most successful remake yet. Wow. A strong cast, outstanding visuals, and the classic animal-centric take on the ham- on, on Hamlet make this infinitely more watchable than some of the studio's previous retellings. The only issue here is that The Lion King is a beat-for-beat adaptation that will make even the coldest hearts warm with nostalgia, but could potentially disappoint if you're looking for a new take on the iconic story. I know. I don't know. It's okay. You're gonna get the grade. Okay, but I know it's really. That's good. I know it's at least an eight o. I think it was eight o. Okay. I I think I got to see this one in theaters. Debating if I want to cry in front of people or not. Um, it'll probably get me. It's. it's, I'm weak. It's not gonna get me though. I'm weak. It's not gonna get me. I I hope you're in there. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) This sounds really fucked up of me. So it sounds really fucked up of me, but it's just lions. Like sorry, I love lions. And by that I mean, by that I mean. I love lions. I'm not saying that. By that, I mean, this doesn't feel like characters. This feels like I'm watching a Disney lion, like a real documentary yeah. about real lions because of Dude, how good the CG is. Dude, I watched, They get me too. I watched a polar but, bear and his mom and a cub. The male ran. It, it just swatted the female white and it ate her cub. I was devastated for the rest of the day. Devastated. I'd have been, dev- I'd have been on the couch for a week at the moment. But I, so I don't mean it like just lions. Like I don't like lions. It's yeah, just yeah. like I I like the characters and like the life that it brings. And like when I see Zazu, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna get it once you hear people's voices. Once you're you're uh, in it. You do know? the lions lips move or do they just talk? Like I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, I don't just know. Gonna, it's just gonna you be just weird. So to go and find I'm out. willing. I'm willing to give it a shot. Okay. But I'm also willing. And, and how about fucking Aladdin made over 900 million? I think we all saw that coming. <laughs> I, just I based wasn't off expecting a name that alone. much. It's a Disney remake with Will Smith. I, you know, so remember his, Suicide Squad did well. In that's his too. highest movie of his career. Yeah. He ever just remember that Suicide Squad did well too, though. But not as good as Aladdin. Well. Okay. If so facto, <laughs> no shit. Uh, we also have the review for Stuber. Oh, real fast. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just watched uh, Kamel Nanjanani on uh, First Hot, We Feet. Great. Loved it. Yeah, it was Check it out. It was funny. Uh, Stuber is an awkward, uneven action comedy uh, that never realizes its yes. full potential. It squanders a good premise and an odd couple pairing with the potential that could have delivered something special. Stuber reaches its destination, but the journey is far from memorable and mostly oh, underwhelming. I'm kind of pissed. I do know the score for this. Five 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 zero. Oh, I I I love Batista and come out. I hope it. I had think I have to see it. I don't know if I'm going to go in theaters yeah. to see it, but I'll get to it. It's a 100 percent watch when it comes out on like HBO yeah. or whatever. So I I'm not. I like the pairing. To, I like when, the odd pairing. When it comes to comedies, I never trust the review because people's senses of humor yeah. is not like ours. We yeah. all have a different sense of humor. So like a comedy jokes hit for some people, yeah. they don't hit for everyone. Remember that at the end of the day. Margot Robbie's jokes in Suicide Squad made it into the movie. 
and they're all and fucking I, I, trash. I know, you, I know you hated it. They're trash, yeah. and you didn't mind them. Yeah. So like, it's exactly yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. It's two different opinions. It's like the first time I watched it, it was funny, but then you watched it a second time and a third time, you're like. So the two the two types of films I don't ever trust the review is comedy and horror. And horror, yeah. So just you go in yourself yeah. and you figure it out. If it's scary to you, it's scary. If it's yeah. funny to you, it's funny. That's it. That's it. If Find these jokes hit and it tells a sem semi cohesive story, I'm in. Yeah. One of my favorite movies last year was Blockers. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. I still John think Cena. it's probably the second funniest movie I ever saw the first time. The the only time I laughed that hard during a first watch was forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'll say first time would either be Forty Year Old Virgin or Wedding Crashers for me. See, Wedding Killing Crashers it. took me took me about three times before I really fell in love with it because it's a little long. Oh, it's dude, a little long. I I don't care. You know, I, I could go for a rewatch of that. I could really go for a rewatch. I could probably still quote Dude, you and I just sitting down and watching Wedding Crashers over a couple beers. I think that would be a lot of yeah, fun. We'll get, Pope Joy, get Pope Joy up here to do that too. I'll quote that whole that, movie. That would be fun. Act it out. Shit. Uh, this is pretty big news. Variety is reporting that Marvel will use San Diego Comic-Con to announce some of its next projects. Not D23, like yeah. we speculated last week, which I still think makes more sense. The films expected to be shown are The Eternals, which, by the way, just, uh, just cast Millie Bobby Brown, who is... Uh, 11 from Stranger Things yep. and also David Harbour's in that flick by the way so they're going to be reunited um, so that's some news as well uh, Shang-Chi is going to get the uh, a p- a potential announcement Black Widow we're going to get to see some footage yeah. potential announcements of Black Panther 2 Doctor Strange 2 and Guardians 3 so that's a lot and, and that's just saying what we think they're going to say there could yeah. be other stuff that, that surprise on us we yeah. don't know yeah and I, I mean San, really San Diego Comic Con kind of makes sense that Totally. I was just expecting D twenty three. But now that we know Warner's not gonna be there with the with the DC films and even most of their films outside of it part two, that this is Marvel's chance. Not not like they needed to need a platform to steal the show. They're Marvel. They yeah. could literally just put it out on YouTube unexpectedly and it would get a hundred million hits. So like it's Marvel at this point. They yeah. can do whatever they want. But I'm glad that they're gonna I'm glad San Diego Comic Con is gonna be worth it for the people going. Yeah, because I'm sure that a lot of people felt some sort of way after the DC news came out, and they were like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, like, well, that's Hall H, Hall, H, Hall like, H is everything. That's what we were going to go for, and then they're probably thinking like us: D23 is going to be where they announce this stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes sense; it's Disney. Now they hear this, like, okay, I, I sold Pick my ticket on StubHub. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn, it could have made more money. God damn it, or or could have gone. Uh, did you watch the trailer for Mulan? I did. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? I never liked the cartoon or whatever anime, whatever you want to call it. But the trailer, I thought was decent. Okay, talk like, about it. I did I, not. I, don't know. I did I, not. Uh, I don't know. I was. Mulan. I don't know. As a kid, I just Mulan never spoke to me. Yeah. But yeah. just as the trailer, just like it could look like there could be some cool battle scenes, and I was like, okay, it's a live act take a Mulan it, it, movie that I literally didn't give a baker's fuck about. Now I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of my intention, but not my money just yet. Yeah, not yeah. my money. Just but yet. I was. It surprised me from a movie that I didn't give a shit about. Like. Oh shit! Yeah, I might have to check this out one day. Sticking with a movie very similar in tone to Mulan, Mortal Kombat has cast. Just kidding. Mortal Kombat has cast Joe Taslim as Sub Zero. He's in the Raid, whatever that is. Was that with the Raid? The Raid. Um, it's also, I think, it's like the Raid Deception. Is, is that a guy Richie? Is that the movie that he was in? We're about to find I'm not out. Sure, but hey, Sub Zero is my favorite freaking Mortal Kombat character, so. He had to be in it. Mortal Kombat, 100%. The Raid Redemption is uh, Iko Uwais. Um, Who directed it? Uh, and I'm thinking of a different movie. This is a, yeah, this is a, 
like a Taiwanese. Or okay, Japanese okay, yeah. So Taiwanese. that's not the raid I'm thinking of. No, the raid. You could be thinking of the raid with. Uh... Oh wait. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I, I don't know. I thought it was something was with Guy Ritchie. I, I could be just completely wrong, but Sub Zero. You I mean more? Once you have a Mortal Kombat movie, no matter who's in it, I'm seeing the movie. Yeah, I, don't know. I just don't care. This is all nuts. I'm out. I'm over it. Uh, yeah, I I think Mortal Kombat. The, this film has a chance if it's rated R. If they do it right, the first. I two, think it will be. I think the first one was PG-13. They showed a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but if this one's rated R and they go the gory path, Dude, but not overly is, gory, then if I'm it's in. just as good as the, the Legacy, the TV show they did, like I'm so there. Yeah, Legacy was Legacy very tastefully was awesome. done, really, Loved really good. It. Jesus rolls the Jesus. Jesus rolls a Big Lebowski spinoff starring John Turturro. Uh, Turturro will be hitting theaters in wow. 2020. How the fuck are they going to make a 90-minute film off of the Jesus? Yeah, I don't who know. Who is a pedophile, yeah. by the way. They're making the protagonist a, a, Jesus a diddler. So, yeah. like... Uh, I don't know. How, how is this going to work out? To be honest, I think i got to rewatch The Big Lebowski. Just it's funny to, as shit, though. It's, it, it holds That's up. a good movie. Yeah. It's weird. There's a naked chick flying through a window painting. Like, flying through a house on strapped up, throwing paint at canvas. Like, it's it's a very weird oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bunny Lebowski is Tara Reid. It's, yep. it's a weird thing. I, I always just bring back, uh, I always say, it ties the room together, just like the yeah. rug in Big Lebowski. So uh, I'm excited for the Jesus. He was a funny character, but he was in the movie for like, what, five, five minutes? Five minutes, if that. Maybe Stay ten. In maybe, your, maybe ten. You're out of your fucking element, Donnie. <laughs> I love that. Samuel L. Jackson joins Chris Rock's reboot of Saul, and he's going to be Chris Rock's dad. I mean, hey. That's the coolest no, family no, ever. No, it, it, it's a cool family. It's just, I, I saw a reboot. Like, come on. I, I'll still stick. Like, I don't know. Dude, they're not rebooting. It's just Sultan. Probably. I still got to see the last one. By the way, I love that Dr. Gordon from the original Saul is the mayor in Stranger Things 3. Yep. Carl. Yeah. Carl Ellis. Very, very cool. Fast and Furious 9. Uh, Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren will reprise their roles of characters I don't know because those movies suck. I'm trying to think. Charlize Theron. She, didn't, she got away? Well, then spoilers because she clearly is is still alive. Unless they do some weird flashback. Yeah, thing. Maybe, maybe she got away, but Helen Mirren, I know she's she's in. She plays uh, Statham's mom, so that's cool. In for that, I'm <sighs> I'm in it for the long haul of this ride anyway. Yeah, well, that's you, dude. If, if like something hits be, three or more, they could make twenty five, and you're in. That's just your personality, I'm in too, that's and that's it. okay. And that's, that's okay. Uh, listen, we all have our vices. Hey, Hobbs and Shaw is coming out next month. I gotta see it. August 9th? I think it's the second, third. It one, it's one, oh, yeah, the second, because I think ninth is Dora. And then, I know you're um, really hyped about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm day one on Dora. Oh, I know. Oh, God, tell me. Fast forward five <laughs> years. Fast forward five years, I bet you that statement's true. Yep. I and I'm going to text you like, hey, remember? <laughs> when Dora 3 comes Episode out? Episode 143. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, dude. That's going to be crazy. No surprise here, but Pokemon is getting a, a movie in 2020. They've gotten one for 23 straight years now. Uh, so no surprise there, but it will go away from CGI, which is this year's movie when they're remaking the YouTube film and going back to hand-drawn animation. Good. We don't know anything else about it. Good. I, I think that's a good move though. Uh, go back to the end. But did you see the animation style for this 2019 one that's coming out soon? I, I did not. Dude, it looks so good. I'm super hyped. Now, like it's a retelling of the Mewtwo film. So I'm kind of like, okay, I've seen this before, but with better visuals. So I've like, I mean, I was, I think I'd still watch it oh, again. Fuck yeah, I still watch it. I have to watch it. That sounds banging as shit. Where are we at here? All right, the box office for this past weekend: number ten, falling from number nine, but hanging on the top ten. By the way, John Wick fell out. 
Hey, uh, number, it, it's, it it's, number, it's number 11, so it's still like up there. Number 10, falling from number 9 at $2.6 million is Rocket Man. Number 9, falling from number 7 at $3.1 million is Avengers Endgame. Number 8, falling from number 6 at $3.7 million is Men in Black International. Number 7, falling from number 5 is The Secret Life of Pets 2 at $4.6. Number 6, new to the list, reviewed very well. Doesn't seem to have done great at the box office, but I don't know its budget. Um, does it say budget? It does not. Is uh, Midsummer at six point five? Number five, new. To, uh, I'm sorry. Number five, falling from number four at seven point five is Aladdin. Number four, falling from number two at nine point four million is Annabelle Comes Home. Number three, staying at number three is Yesterday at ten million. Number two, falling from number one is at thirty three point eight million is Toy Story four. And number one, new to the list at ninety two point five million dollars domestic is Spider Man Far From Home. No surprise. Wanted to see that Wednesday night, but then I blew out my back. Yep, and that was it. And then that's it for me. How I'm sitting through this episode has been very difficult for me. I'm very excited to not be sitting in this wooden chair. Hang right in there, now, brother. I want my hot fries and I want my bed. <laughs> uh, coming soon <laughs> this week to theaters is anything. Uh, where are we at? I'm trying to think. Is it's, anything? It's the Lion King and Above oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Shadows. Well, there's your number one. Next week we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and then Hobbs and Shaw. So that is the second, and Dora is August 9th. So we were right about that. Okay. Man, that is. It's gonna be a rough. Yeah, no, not, nothing for you for like two months. Rough August. See, well, well, you got Golf Joker. Rough August. That's October, though. That's all you got. Holy shit! Rough September outside of it too. Oh yeah, too. I can't yeah, Joker's wait for, I can't October wait for that. four. Damn, dude. You know what I haven't watched yet that I really want to watch? The Deadwood movie. Fantastic. Yeah, because I haven't finished the series yet. Oh, uh, you I'm can stuck. you cannot watch the movie. I'm stuck in I'm stuck halfway through season two. Something lost me. It's something lost me. It doesn't have that just same like oomph. just like Stranger Things season two. Huh? Yeah, right. It's, you it's come like, back it's and the, you loved it, right? It's the season. Yeah. It's the season two. Life got in the way, bro. Yeah, that's what happened. The thing is, I started watching it when she was an infant, sleeping sixteen hours a day. And yeah, then, like, exactly. Life got in the way. She just eventually stopped sleeping that that's much. What happened? Which is like, ugh. all right. A couple of wrestling stories, and then your CGC spotlight. Yes, sir. This weekend features back-to-back nights of pay-per-view action, brother. And I'm super excited. It's another B-level pay-per-view for AEW, but it's for charity. Uh, AEW's Fight for the Fallen is Saturday night. And WWE Extreme Rules is Sunday night, live from Philadelphia, where they're doing buy three, get one free tickets. Oh, that's Um, cool. Well, it's because they can't sell for shit, even with The Undertaker on the card. So what we're going to do is just go over the card real quick for each thing. We're not going to go predictions or anything like that. Just want to say the card for each one of these and say that I'm very hyped for both shows because uh, AEW speaks for itself. I've been super hyped on their shit for a while. I'm not expecting a lot of big stuff, but next month is all out, which is their big giant pay-per-view. Last one before they go live weekly for television. So that's going to be awesome. This is going to do some setup for that. And I'm excited for Extreme Rules because it's been a while since I've given a fuck about the WWE and I just want to again. So I'm going to like go into this optimistically. I still haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in a while, but Ashley does and she lets me know. Like this past SmackDown, Finn Balor and Shinsuke wrestled. That's a dream yeah, match. Yeah. And they just put buried it on SmackDown. It. And they buried it. And it, But it was non-title. And now it's set up a title match for Sunday. I got be So, good like, match. I'm psyched They're as shit to wrestlers. see Shinsuke and Finn. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to start with Fight for the Fallen, which is going, I believe, um, being put on to support uh, the defense against gun violence in Jacksonville. 
So that's a really good cause. Um, AEW is going to just, they're killing it right now. They got six matches on the card. This is crazy. The, the first match of the night. Now, the, this is going to be on the buy-in. So it's going to be on the pre-show at 7.30, which is going to be available on YouTube. By the way, this pay-per-view is free on Bleacher Report Live, but you can watch the pre-show on YouTube if you don't have Bleacher Report Live somehow, but you do have YouTube. Bleacher Report Live is available like everywhere. It's owned by TNT, so there's that. Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen in a six-man tag match versus Sean Spears, which is um, Ty Dillinger, MJF, and Sammy Guevara. Two seems, of your top three are in this it, match. It seems like it's one-sided, though. I, I feel like the first, you know, the... the, the um... I'm sorry. I, th- I feel I don't know. I just feel like Havoc. I don't know. I, because you them, know, because they were on your list. Yeah, them two are crazy as shit. I <laughs> but feel if, like I, if they were up against each other, I feel like, or at least for me, that would up But if stage. I told you the best wrestler in this match was Sammy Guevara, would you say who the fuck is that? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. So Sammy saying. Guevara is arguably the best wrestler on this card, okay. on this on this match. MJF is the Miz, but done right. Okay. Sean Spears, we know, is Ty Dillinger. Yeah, Darby Allen's one of your yeah, favorite up and comers, so he's going to be in there. Jimmy Havoc was on your list House as number back. three. I don't still fucked. And then Joey Janela was the loser of the Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley hardcore match. That's Joey yeah. Janela who okay. wrestled him. So um, it's going to be a, a packed, packed six man tag. They're do, they're they're doing exactly what Ion Ryan said in one of his episodes. They got to do better with the pre shows. This is a perfect yeah. pre show match. I don't think you could start any showing better. off some of the best talent AEW yeah. has to offer. I'm looking really forward yeah. to that. Then Brandy Rhodes versus Allie, formerly Allie Impact of Impact Wrestling. Um, Brandy Rhodes is Cody's wife. It's her first official match of AEW. Then we have Hangman Page versus Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian wrestled Sammy Guevara on the pre-show of of, uh, Double or Nothing. It was one of my favorite matches of the night. Kip Sabian, high flyer. You know, ladies love him. He's a super good looking dude, tatted up, like really yeah. good wrestler. Hangman Page is the cowboy who won the Battle Royale, who's wrestling Jericho for the first ever AEW championship opportunity at All Out. So we're going to see him. There's 0% chance Kip Sabian wins this match, but it should still be a good one. Then we have SoCal Uncensored versus the Lucha Brothers. I love the Lucha Brothers. I like SoCal Uncensored. Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Also, Christopher Daniels is in that faction. Then you have Kenny Omega versus Chima. Chima's a wrestler from China um, who's been in both AEW shows. I saw them wrestle in in Japan, I think. Yeah, China China or Japan. But Kenny Omega versus Chima, both big veterans. And then, I love this, the Young Bucks versus Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Goldust. The Brothers versus the Brothers. Twins versus the Rhodes family. That's going to be an. It's just an awesome yeah. card. So I'm that's really a looking solid forward. card. It's really solid card. Really looking forward to AEW Fight for the Fallen. That's Saturday night, seven thirty Eastern time for the buy-in, which is free on YouTube or Bleach Report Live. Then at eight thirty. Uh, on Bleacher Report Live, you can watch the entire pay-per-view for free. I went downstairs. I said, hey, Ashley, on Saturday night, me and you, 8.30, in bed. And she goes, what? It's I'm a like, date. <laughs> I'm like, AEW pay-per-view. She's like, I fucking knew you were going to say that. Awesome. So we're, we're super hyped to watch that. Now on Sunday, we have WWE Extreme Rules. The card doesn't seem to be 100% uh, finalized yet because things could change in wwe with their storylines but on the pre-show we're going to get drew gulak versus tony nice for the cruiserweight championship uh looking forward to seeing drew gulak retain then we i think yesterday we just got added alistair black versus cesaro in one-on-one competition damn that's going to be a great match i hope they don't bury that on the pre-show 
Uh, but frig, that's going to be great. SmackDown tag titles, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus The New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery I don't so care funny. at all about that match. <laughs> Heavy Not Machinery is super skip. funny. Daniel Bryan and Rowan are probably going to retain their titles. Yeah. But I, I hope that uh, Heavy Machinery win the titles because they're really fun. The Raw Tag Team titles, it's The Revival versus The Usos for the 637th time. Over them, next. Over it. Hope The Revival wins. The Usos are going to win, though. Like, that's just, that's so obvious. Uh, but I really hope that doesn't happen. A two-on-one handicap match as Bailey, the women's champion, SmackDown women's champion, goes against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the women's title. Alexa, all day. But she now has Nikki Cross, so if they do win, they're going to have to either share the championship or there's going to be a turn somewhere. Alexa's going to turn on Nikki or Nikki's going to turn on Alexa. Or Bailey just wins clean again. And I'm, so I'm a little torn on how that could work. But I think I think we're going to get co-champions in Alexa Bliss and Nikki okay. Cross. But I uh, I think that it, it's going to be like a weird dynamic of who actually gets the title. Or it could be Bailey's down. Nikki Cross goes for the pin. Alexa breaks it up. <laughs> or Alexa breaks it up. They fight. Knocks out Nikki Cross. Bailey throws Alexa out of the ring and pins her. Like that could happen yeah. too because that's how you get over a two for one. Uh, but that could happen. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a last man standing match. Got to be down for a count of ten. Looking forward to it. This is the first match of Extreme Rules that has Extreme Rules. We're four or five <laughs> matches in till we finally have a goddamn Extreme About Rules time. match. So it's like, Jesus Christ. But Braun Strowman's got to win yeah, that he's a one. Monster. No chance that Bobby Lashley wins, right? Uh, this is going to be probably match of the night. For the United States Championship, Ricochet, the champion, yeah, he's good. versus AJ Styles. That'd be a good match. That's a dream yeah, they're, they're, match. They're both great wrestlers. That's a dream that, that's a match. Good, that's a good one. Ricochet, that's, the best, that's the best match so far. Ricochet's going to win. AJ's going to put him over. And he's going to just... AJ's getting up there. And, and Ricochet... They're trying to push him to the moon, and a win over AJ Styles on a pay per view for a title Could belt do it. will do it. Yeah, and especially if it's as good of a match as these two can do, watch out for this match as match of the year. Year. That's, that's how it. good this match has the potential to be. Roman Reigns and the Undertaker versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre in a no holds barred. I, I don't match. care at all. Like, put my head through the television. I don't care. What's longer, the match or the Undertaker's entrance? I. The entrance. I would rather watch the Usos wrestle than that. The Usos are great. No, I just, just tired I don't of them. Yeah, I just don't care. I'm just tired of them. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE title. Again, yeah, I know Kofi's talented, but two people that just never did it for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Samoa Joe's amazing. He, he Dude, if they it. put the strap on him, I'd love it. They won't. Not on a B pay-per-view. But if Samoa Joe he is just, the yeah, champion. He just never did it for God, me. he's the best heel. He's so good. He's vicious. I'd rather he's, you bring back, what's his name? He's got amazing. Kevin Owens. He's got ama- he is back, though. He's uh, got amazing I'd rather, music. if you switch to a Kevin Owens, okay. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Amazing music. But uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I really hope Samoa Joe wins the title. Then we have the winner-take-all match. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans in an Extreme Rules match, intergender. If Seth or Becky loses, both of them lose their yeah. titles. So They're like, win. They immediately win. There's 0% chance uh, that they uh, lose. Neg- it was like negative. I did not see a Finn Shinsuke Either rematch on here, I didn't see that but I thought I read that. I, I'm not 100. Well, I'm gonna go on WWE's app real quick just to see if it's on there. But I could have sworn I read that there was a rematch because even I thought I saw something like I. I wouldn't be surprised he comes out as a demon. Um, he doesn't need that for Shinsuke. Should they bury a motherfucker? I know, but I love the demon. Um, yeah, but if he's the demon, it's a win. Okay, it's an bang, automatic win. Bang. Save it for SummerSlam. 
I don't see it, so I'm just going to ignore not. it and hope that it happens. <laughs> be surprised. That, what's it? It's Thursday night, so they have 24, 48 hours to announce this match. So I'm just going to hope and pray and, and move forward from there. All right, Sam. CGC Spotlight. We're at an hour and a half, so we're actually a little better than I thought. Yeah, we did good. So I went with Forever People, number one, to DC book. First full appearance of Darkseid. Since Zack Snyder released the Dark Side, so I figured I'd pull that one out. And it's the first appearance of Forever People. Superman makes an appearance. It's a 9.6 off white, white pages. Story by Jack King Kirby, just the king. And you had um, <clears throat> Jack Kirby, Vince Coletta, and Al Plastino art with the Jack Kirby, Vince Coletta cover. This is, I think it's an underrated Bronze Age key. If you want to take a look at the cover there. Again, it's just because Dark Side's, Dark Side's not on the cover. That's why people really don't jump at this book. Who's the Harry dude? <clears throat> That's like the Forever People. Okay. So, on the CGC census, there's 44 9 8s, 104 9 6s, 162 9 4s. So there's a lot of books that are graded. The last 9 6 sale was 1,360 last month. Um, this is when, obviously, the time that Jack Kirby left Marvel. He came over to DC for a few years, created you know this whole you know, new, Genesis, new Genesis universe. Obviously, he created Darkseid, Jack Kirby, and it's I think it's one of his best works. You know I love Kirby when he did The Demon. That's my favorite thing he ever did in DC. <clears throat> this is, I would say this is an underrated Bronze Age key. I could see this going up. If Darkseid was on the cover, I'm sure the book would be worth more. I'll tell you a little about the story. The Forever people travel through a boom tube to go to Earth to find a teammate that was captured by Darkseid. Darkseid has these this army around them that they're, they're battling. Superman can't even defeat them alone. He needs their help. Eventually, Superman sees an opening, saves the girl. Um, what else happens? I know that Superman wants to go see Supertown, so he asks the um, Forever people to go. He's halfway with him through the um, boom tube to go. Then he's like, oh shit, I can't leave Earth unprotected by Darkseid. And then just turns around and flies back to Earth. Again, you only see Darkseid in it for a little bit. But still, I love Darkseid. I think he's one of DC's best villains. Thank you, Jack Kirby, for creating him. And for coming to the Darkseid, that is DC. 15 cents in 1971. Really cool cover art. I really like it. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. Kirby's here. Big bonus guest star, Superman. Beautiful Dreamer, Supertown. A lot going on here, um, but I like that. The back is Aurora Model Cars in West Hempstead, New York. You can order some models. And vehicles. it came out March 1971. Yeah, I don't know um, you did. It says February to March 1971. Yeah. Is that Does that mean it was the 29th? It was a leap year? Who could, knows? It could have been. Who knows? Because that's the only reason I would think. But uh, I like this a lot. Super cool looking. Uh, thank you for the backstory. As always, we'll have no a picture problem. of that. Yes, sir. Um, it is time, Sam. And this... this there's a shout out to Jim because he asked for it. I'm going to do it. It's our pick of the week. Our oh, pick of the week. Jim, you bastard. Now it's time for our pick of the week. No surprise. It's Stranger Things season three. It, it, it's just Stranger Things three, Sam. It's it's season three. They don't it, want, there is not a season. It's just the number. I well, just you. you guys know what it is. Eight episodes. He said one week later, 25 minute blowout. Already my pick of the week, dude. It, it, like, if, go listen to a, what we talked about. This was a tough pick of the week for me because this trumped everything. I just for me. watched so much Stranger, and Things, I picked so. up a new game. I watched. I'm watching another show that I, I think is fantastic, but nothing outbeats out Stranger Things for everything we said earlier in the episode. Yeah. the entire cast is great. Eight seasons. Stay for the end credit scene, especially when Eleven dies. 
Oh, Jesus. But, it, guys, seriously, it's great. Watch it. Netflix, Stranger Things. Uh, all I did was watch Stranger Things for the past week and then this movie. So uh, I stayed away from Stranger Things as my pick of the week. I went with John Wick 2 yeah. as my pick of the week. Uh, Chapter 2. Whatever. And hey, you want like to come and do with Stranger Things? Like Stranger I had things. to come uh, It's so funny how... Last week, I I was about 15 minutes into John Wick 2, and I'm on here. I'm like, I hope they show the pencil. And then I watch it the next morning. I'm like, oh, You don't remember my pencil. face? I don't think I smirked you. It's like, kind of like, you'll see. And so there's the pencil. So John Wick Chapter 2. Um, One of the best shootouts ever. I, the shady shootout of him in common. Absolutely love that scene. I So I can't help oh. myself. I watched the cinema sins of both those films right afterwards, and it was so funny uh, how they were making fun of the common shootout. But I thought just walking down the hallway it. with the silencers, it is pretty dumb it, how nobody picks up on but it. But it was awesome. But it was pretty awesome. Uh, I love the waterfall. That was pretty yep. cool. But there is 0% chance that, that those bullets did not kill random people. Um, even in the <laughs> nightclub, like those people are all – someone got shot. How but, about his back? Yeah, super good uh, super good shootout, super good action. Great fight scenes. Um, I'm saying it now. I liked it better than the first one. I finally wow, come, you're like my dad. I have finally come to the conclusion that I like it better than the first one. Wow. Um, there isn't a million years spent on the wife. There isn't any talk of the first pup, really. It's just getting kind of straight into it. Well, there's a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. But it doesn't, like, that's not the... Comes back for his car. That's not the driver in this film. The first film, that was the driver. This one, it's the... The marker. The marker. His car, well, it starts, he gets his car back. And I liked the marker. And destroys it. I know. I liked the idea of the marker. Um, Oh, baby. And whoever... fun is just Whoever played that guy... Oh, I, I forget his yeah, name. He was he, good. He did a really good job. Ian McShane, great as always. Ian McShane was. I love the hotel he was guy. Much love much him. better in this. It's than It's good the first to have one. you back, Mister Wick. Week. I love it. Absolutely love it. Again, I still my my official rating for Wick is three one two. That's my official. Same rating. as Stranger Things. Yeah. Same as Stranger. Same Things. thing. And we'll see when Wick four comes out. If Stranger Things four twenty twenty ends up being both of them. So if it ends up being your thing, I can't wait. Who knows? But chapter two is really good, and I absolutely I love hated the ending. I loved where it went, but then they were just like, yeah, go ahead and run. You have an hour. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, all right. But, uh, the but, only downside of the movie was for the amount of phones that rang when that open contract went out on them, you saw like 10 people try to kill them. I was expecting like but, a uh, horde of people. A shit ton of people did come for him, though. Yeah, but not as many as the phone rang. They showed probably 60 just, people's phones ringing. Just wait for the third. That's all I got to say. I, for I, I believe it because the contract's out on them, and, so I believe and, it. And the best part for that... Does it go you, international? The best part of that for you is you don't ha- you didn't have to wait now as long as we did. So if, in right. theaters, two, you had to wait I two years, did it that years. Way. I So told now you, that. you you could bang out three. I told you that I was going to do that on just purpose. Just trust me. I was very it. surprised when I clicked on the flick to watch it and I saw it was over two hours. Yeah, I think it was like two hours two and five 12 minutes. minutes or something like that. I was like, damn, it's a little longer than I was expecting. But it didn't feel it, and I get it, and I get why. And, it had and to again, it. with with three, the reason why three is so good, you get more of his backstory that you never got before, and it's just fucking so good. <laughs> well, I know you're like more psyched to watch it. Than I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. You're I'm more hyped psyched you're for funny. me to watch it than I. am I'm just to watch glad it. after all of me hyping it up that you actually love it, like that you don't just like that's okay. Like you're like you're no, okay. It was, it was really good. Now like, go buy a fucking yeah, switch. Yeah, <laughs> I did what you asked me to do for years. I get it. Now you go fucking buy a switch, my friend. All right, that was episode 143. We'll be back next week with episode 144. Thanks for hanging in there. Go watch Stranger Things 3. You'll, you owe it to yourself. It's phenomenal television. We'll see you next week for episode 144. And congratulations to the ladies for winning the Women's World Cup. Congratulations. Congratulations.
Alex.